Blog Talk Radio.
That's right. Hold on. You can make it. You can make it. That's right. If you're breathing, you're on this planet. And if you uh, find yourself a human being, you are filled with power and hope. We are such a blessed species. You know, I was thinking about, um, I want to share a revelation I got. And I know it was the most high that gave me this because my mind just don't go down this road. It don't think thoughts like this. I'm just being honest. But I was depressed one day, looking at all the things that's going on in the world, all the things going on around me. And sometimes people just look like we just ain't going to do better. It just looks like we just some morons about to destroy the planet and us, ourselves, our family. And just sometimes... It just depends on what you're chewing on or what you're studying, I should say. You know, if you are like me and you want to know what's going on and you just refuse to be somewhere just partying all the time, drunk, high. I'm not saying I don't do do nothing wrong. I'm just, I'm just saying I like having my own mind, my own thoughts, and I'm not fond of uh, drinking or smoking at all because there's just too much going on, and I'm afraid to not be sober at any time. And for this reason, I've never smoked or drank in my life. And I mean that. I, I never smoked or drank in my life. And the reason why is I'm one of those persons, again, while I have other issues, though, don't think I'm some saint, Yes, the most I have done a work in me like he has done and everybody else. But believe me, I got drama. I got issues. Um, but I've always wanted to know what's going on in our world, what's happening, what's really going on, okay? Now, what's really going on? I mean, I've always wanted to know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't, I don't like being toyed with. I don't like being played with. I don't like being somebody's toy, somebody's robot. And so that has sent me on a quest for over 20 years, uh, probably more like 25 years, studying, studying, asking questions, traveling. And uh, I've been, like I say so often, 24 countries. And I try to, when I go to these different countries, I like playing, I like having fun, I like touring. But I want to know about how the rich are doing. I want people to take me where the wealthy people are. I want to see how their lives are, and I want to see how the poor people live. That's how I am. I want to know reality. I can imagine the in-between, but I want to know both both um, extremes, and then I can figure out what the center is going to be. Well, I come across called the New World Order, One World Government, and I started hearing a lot of different things that this uh, world order is doing. And uh, it really messed my head up for a long time. It began to look like, where is the most high? These powerful, powerful people ruling our world, you know, controlling the water we drink, controlling the food. Do you know that most of the food you, 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 you eat in the United States can speak for the countries? And I would think if it's in the United States like it is, it's in the world. But most of the food you eat is engineered. It's 
been changed, it's been altered by man. Mainly for the reason they say to uh, produce more, which I think is just greed and money. But they make like it. You could, they can do stuff with, you know, corn is a good example. Corn is part part natural, part engineered. When I found that out, then I found out that every single dollar, well, I'd say, how do you say it, that the U.S. dollar is backed by nothing but thin air. When I found out that we use money, I used to think every dollar was backed up by gold somewhere, and that made sense to me. That makes sense to everybody. But then I found out that that's no longer true, that the money we use is backed by thin air. (laughs) It's made from thin air, in other words. It's just totally, totally somebody seizing the power to define the value of the dollar. They put it out there. I found out that inflation is something that can just create it. I found out that poverty is something that's created. There are forces that be in power that be if they didn't want any poverty on this planet, there will be no poverty on this planet. I used to believe that the world was overpopulated, and I found out by many, many organizations, trusted organizations, that no, there is enough grain to feed the whole world by itself. There's enough everything to feed the whole world by itself. Oftentimes I will travel on planes and look down at all this green and all this brown earth I'm talking about, and you can travel in the plane for hours and not see civilization. Well, I'm not going to say hours, but you can travel in the plane just in the United States. You can fly for a long distance without seeing any farm, farms, houses, and you say, all this earth, how is it there's too many people on the planet? All this earth, how is it we don't have enough food for everybody? That's what the population control people say. So this new world order is feeding us this lie that there's too many people and that's causing problems. But then these organizations, thank the most high for them, rise up and say, no, that is a lie. The problem is with the distribution of the food. And they begin to reveal sinister plans by powerful people to control. Just Foods is one of the websites that you can go to and learn about this. But uh, food is very political. It's not as simple as a farmer farming and everybody just, you know, it's very political. In the United States and the European Union, two of the main culprits in making sure that we have more than our ample amount of food and we make sure that other countries are importing, you know, just to give you a classic example, um, Randall Robinson, I think his name, Randall Robinson, the one that wrote the book, the, the, the Big Mouth on Capitol Hill for Reparations. He didn't kind of quiet down a little bit, but Randall Robinson wrote a book called The Debt, The Debt, The Debt. And he talks about how that the United States 
basically impoverished Africa by offering their farmers their farmers subsidies to be able to go into the international market and outbid underbid these black farmers from Africa. It's talking about how Africa had all of the various, just had anything you can think of with regards to uh, crops, and that they was offering a very good price that would basically end poverty as we know it for Africa. But these farmers, farm sub, farmers subsidies that's part of that comes out of our taxes allow these farmers to under sale, underbid these farmers all across the continent of Africa. And that was just one of the things he talked about in the book called The Debt, Randall Robinson's, uh, in his uh, argument for reparations. He just talked about the different ways we've been robbed as a people. I'm talking about when I say the people, I'm talking about so-called black people. And y'all know y'all listen to Five Smooth Stones? And I don't believe in the concept of white people and black people. I don't think it's a such thing. And I don't think you really believe it either if you just sit down and think about it long enough. The concept of white and black was created to to, to divide us and conquer us. We got to be smart in that. I do think we're all we, we're one people, one species, one human family with different degrees of melanin, and we have been taught and brainwashed to think certain things about people with less pigmentation and people with more pigmentation. And I'm talking about white supremacy, and this has caused a lot of problems and ills in our country. It's just one of the tools of the enemy. And when I say the enemy, y'all should know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about white people. I'm not talking about black people. I'm not talking about no people at all. I'm talking about wickedness, as Ephesians say in the book of Ephesians, uh, chapter 6. We wrestle not or we war not with flesh and blood. We don't war with flesh and blood. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. But against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, fallen angels, if you will. There is a war in the heavens. It's always been. You've got to know that everything you can see, taste, touch, and smell, as you know, is temporary. The world we live in, the world we we're so comfortable with, the world, as many of us as always know, is a very temporary thing. Everything you can see, taste, touch, smell, hear is temporary. The real world, where everything comes from, including the New World Order, One World Government, Illuminati's, all these concept precepts, initiate, has its origins in the spiritual world. Your thoughts has its origin in the spiritual world. The intangible is what produced the tangible. The intangible is what produced the tangible. One more time. The intangible is what produced the tangible. The most valuable things on the face of this earth is intangible. The root problem to all is intangible. The solution to all of our problems is intangible. So the problem is intangible, the solution is intangible, all 
everything starts in the spiritual realm and then manifests itself in the natural. Let me give you an example. Look how much love, how much money, attention, conversation is devoted about this intangible commodity called love. Look how much it's the most it's the most expensive thing on the planet. People trying to be loved, get love. Acceptance is a form of love. People spend millions and billions of dollars, probably trillions, on apparels and how they're looking, cosmetics to be accepted, to be to be told you're valuable. What do they really want to hear? Your love. It is by far the biggest expense to be loved and accepted. That's an intangible. That's something you can't see, taste, touch, smell, or hear. I'm going to say that again. Some of y'all didn't get that. The most important, the most expensive commodity on the planet Earth, the thing that everybody has spent trying to get, and even without money, they spend time, they spend thoughts, they spend energy, and that is trying to get this commodity called love. This is why I say the intangible world is a billion times more important than what you see, taste, touch, and smell and hear. Some of y'all still ain't getting it. I can tell. I can just feel it in the spirit. A lot of y'all are not getting what I'm saying. I'm telling you people, there's more people that buy things for love, buy things for attention. Attention is a form of love. Buy things for approval. Wear this for approval. Say this. They think of something to say to get approval. That's spending energy. There's a lot of energy spent on people trying to be loved. And every single day of your life, you, listener, you spend for love. You either spending money for love or you saying something to your wife so she can respond back to you to give you love. you trying to take her out so you can feel love. She's trying to take you out so she can feel love. She buys you this so she can feel love, you know. This commodity called love is the the most expensive thing there is. And it's just one tiny little commodity in the spiritual realm. There's millions of others. There's patience. There's temperance. There's kindness. There's faith. Faith is a very... There is so many people that would give everything they got to just to be able to have faith in this or that. Faith is a commodity. We're talking about the New World Order, and I'm trying to show y'all how these are little children and compared to the powerful movers and shakers in the spiritual realm. When I get through with this show tonight, 
And when you get through with this show, man, because hopefully you'll be contributing and adding to, I would like for every single listener to not ever in your entire life panic at what you hear that the New World Order is doing. I don't care if Obama ain't Obama. He's somebody else and his name ain't really Obama. He's some hired person. I don't want you to fear the White House. I don't want you to fear the Obamas. I don't want you to fear Clinton. I don't want you to fear the Bushes. I don't want you to fear the U.S. military. I don't want you to fear this incoming influx of, uh, of the military uh, from other nations that they say is coming. Brother Joseph said he will call tonight. We'll see if he does. Hopefully he do. That's my brother. I'm, I'm thinking he will. He pretty much keep his word. But he talks a lot about different things that's going to happen. And one of the things I try to remind him, like I'm trying to remind you, is we got to remember that the United States is like an actor in a play. She, the United States, is playing a part. And we always want our favorite actor to get the best part, but somebody got to play the bad guy. Somebody got to play the person with the split personality. It is not realistic to want your nation to to expect, excuse me, to expect your nation to win, win, win all the time. I don't even know what is. That's not reality. The reality is that our country is great. But what do you mean by great? How do you define great? Why is America number one? Is she America? Is she number one in marriages? Does she have the most successful marriages? Is she number one when, with regards to kids and how they respect the parents? How is America number one? This big bad wolf called America. Everybody's afraid of. How is she number one? What make us number one? What are you looking at when you say we're prosperous? How do we get to be prosperous? What are you really looking at when you look at all this wealth? Are you looking at Stolen wealth? Are you looking at wealth that she, America, got on her own through her hard work and her industrious people and her, her com- companies? Have her com- companies or corporations, are their hands clean with how they become these giants with wealth more than sometimes nations combined? Tonight, the goal tonight is very simple. Take the glory from the New World Order. Take the glory from the One World Government. Take the glory. Strip them. I want to leave the Illuminati naked tonight by talking about a much more powerful government already set up. I'm talking about the kingdom of the Most High. He has people all over the planet. People with resources and thoughts and minds energized by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And this Spirit imparts unto these followers something called the gifts of the Spirit. There's nine gifts of the Spirit that can be imparted by the Holy Spirit. And when the Spirit decides to impart these gifts unto you, you are like a one-man army. Let me give you an example. The Bible talks about the spirit of the Most High being dispatched or released, poured up upon mankind in the book of Acts. I'm talking about Acts 2. Okay? 
Acts 2 talks about the spirit being released. Now, once that spirit was released to mankind, folks, it gave humans the ability to basically act like a god. I know you're saying, what do you mean act like a god? Well, remember Christ almost got killed for saying that men were gods. We were made to be gods, not men. Y'all think I'm smoking on some? I know you do. All right, Psalms 82. Psalms 82. There's a scripture that talks about David is saying, ye are gods. Let me just read this to y'all. I want y'all to understand this new world order is nothing like you think it's. It's nowhere like it's cranked up to be. Psalms, please turn there. Y'all know I always go to the Bible for later. I'm trying not to make every single show a Bible study because sometimes I think people just want to just hear you just, you know, just share and kick back and they don't want to be feeling like they're in church. But watch this, folks. This is going to blow your mind. This will blow your mind. Psalms 82 Verse 6, Psalms 82, verse 6. Christ, when he says this to his in the, in the Old Testament, actually was referring to David, who said it earlier. David made this statement before Christ came on the scene. And uh, these people, when Christ made this statement, they want to pick up stones and stones. Yes, I'm talking about the New World Order, but I'm trying to talk about how we, humans, really were made to be gods. When you see scriptures like, be ye followers of God as dear children, how can you follow the Most High? It says, be ye imitated of God as dear children. And think about it. If the Most High made us, we have to be Part him. We're talking about the New World Order. We're talking about the Illuminati. We're talking about the uh, Federal Reserve. We're talking about all these wicked people that really runs our country. I'm about to show you how every single one of them is employees. <laughs> okay, John, the book of John. Uh, keep your fingers, keep your fingers there at Psalms 82 and 6. We're going to go to that. But first I want, to hear, I want you to hear what Christ said. Then we're going to go back and see what Christ was talking about. John 10 and 34. All readings will be from the King James Version Bible. There's a reason for that. And by the way, welcome everyone to the chat room. Good to see you. Love every single one of y'all. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Every single one, y'all. Welcome everybody on the phone lines. If you have a question or a comment, please press one on your phone. All right. Christ, make this statement. Okay, hold on. Let me make sure I got this right. 1034. Jesus answered and said, says, Jesus answered them. And, of course, I know his name wasn't Jesus. It was Yeshua, Yeshua. There was no J in the Hebrew. I don't have time to talk about all that. I'm going to read it as it is for those that don't know that. Jesus answered them, it is, is it not written in your law, I said, ye are gods? Let me back up, back up, just back up so these people understand how, what happened here. Then the Jews took up stones to stone him. Hold on. Let's go to 29. 
my father gave uh, my father gave them me talking about his disciples is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. That's what made those Jews, these black folk, think that Christ was calling himself or making himself equal to the Father because he made the statement, I and my father are one. I and my father are one. Did you know you and the father are one if you are in Christ? Watch this. Verse 31. Then the Jews took up stones to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I showed you from the Father. For which of those works do you stone me? Verse 33. The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy. And because thou being a man, makest thyself a God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said ye are gods? We're going to find out what exactly Christ is quoting. Let's go to Psalms 82 and 6. Psalms 82 and 6. This is the one and only, the popular King David. And he writes, I said, I have said ye are gods. Hold on to me. Hold on, let me back up because I always like to read before because sometimes we get we get twisted reading just one scripture. So bear with me. It's just verse six, so we can we can read start at verse one. All right, verse one says, God standeth in the congregation of the Almighty. Now listen to this. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. Now wait a minute. What? God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. Wait a minute. God judges among the gods? What gods? I'm reading from the King James Version Bible. The Bible is sitting right there on your coffee table. God standeth in the congregations of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. We are the gods. We are the gods. You don't believe me? Let's keep reading. But it says it right there. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. We're supposed to be imitators of this being. We not know where we're not equal to his power. He's like an ocean. We're like a drop. But don't 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 belittle yourself. We are one hundred percent water. How long? Verse two, how long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Number three, verse three. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and the needy. Number four, deliver the poor and the needy. Rid them out of the hands of the wicked. Verse five, they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, ye are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High, but ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. It says, ye are gods, but because of this wickedness, you're going to die like men. I have said, ye are gods. I have said, ye are gods. Verse 82 
verse, the first verse says, God, the Most High, standeth in this congregation judging the gods. We are the gods. The Most High made us. We have to have a part of him. Again, he's the ocean. We're a drop. We're a drop. But we are for sure water. Now, what does this got to do with the New World Order? What does this got to do with all this crazy stuff that's going on in our country? What does this got to do with all these people saying Obama ain't really who he is? What's this got to do with the New World Order and all this craziness? Tonight is open forum. And, again, my goal is to get you sharing. I want you all to talk to me tonight. It is open forum. But the thing that's on my heart, is sharing with y'all how hopeless I felt reading. The more I read, going to websites like prisonplan.com, truth11.com, you know, listen to Noam Chomsky, listen to Farrakhan, listen to um, all of these wonderful black uh, uh, professors just, just talking about what's going on in our world, listen to the people talking about the economy. Just When I begin to listen to all these different people that I, I like and I'm bent towards, it's very, very depressing. It makes you almost want to give up, you know, and people that study this kind of stuff, sometimes they go overboard with it. They they want to know so bad, and they don't always have in their capacity hope enough to be studying this in the first place. Everybody can't study this. Everybody can't study what's going on now. Where Everybody can't know about skull and bones. Everybody can't know about who the real Hebrews, Israelites are. Everybody can't know about books that's missing in the Bible. Everybody can't know that the Bible been tampered with. Everybody can't know. Everybody does. Everybody can't handle the truth. So tonight, I want to just share a little bit about how I was really, really helped when the Most High began to just talk to me about some of the things. I know it was the Spirit of the Most High. I will go to my grave with that because I know how my mind works, and I'm, I'm a pessimistic. I don't often time. And so when I start getting thoughts that's encouraging and lifting me, I know what it is. And everybody got to live your own life and have your own experience. I understand that, but I'm telling you all, I want to share with you all some of the hope I found out. One of the things I found out is everything is happening according to prophecy. There is nothing happening on this earth that don't line up with prophecy. Now, every little tiny event is not in prophecy. But the the gist of what's happening, let me give you a classic example. Satan. Satan. This powerful being that used to be called Lucifer. This powerful being that used to be a godly angel or a righteous angel or a good angel that fell from grace and him and his followers was kicked. He was kicked out of heaven. Any other angels where it was found, you know, evil in them. And I know some people say, well, why did the Most High have evil in the first place? That's one of those things you can ask him when you see him. I'm not even getting into it. I will say this much. The Most High did say that he created good and evil. And you have to understand something. If there was no evil, how could he get glory? How can you get glory if there's only one woman in the world and you're a man? How can that woman feel a sense of getting glory when she's the only pick? But now if you got to pick her from a million women, 
that woman will feel very, very special and get lots of glory because you chose her out of all those people. That's the way evil is. The most high said, I've placed before you, man, good and evil. Pick good. And that's a good father. He put before us a choice. We, as humans, have a choice. And again, I'm talking about the New World Order. I'm talking about the New World Order. I'm talking about the One World Government. I'm talking about things that are going on behind the scenes that most people just wouldn't believe if you, you know, they call you conspiracy nuts. I'm not going to get into this conspiracy so much tonight as I'm going to talk about the whole thing and what it do to people and how it makes people feel just like jumping off a bridge, some people. I mean, it's very depressing. If you really know what's going on, folks, and you ain't hiding on a, on a, on a tree, I mean, if you really, some of y'all think y'all know what's going on. You just started studying this stuff, you know, yesterday, and you think you know what's going on, but no. The truth is often stranger than fiction. There's a lot going on that would you'll be needing counseling if they told you a lot was happening. I'm serious. So the Most High began to show me something very profound. And I'm jumping around. Y'all bear with me. But did you know that Lucifer cannot do nothing unless the Most High allowed him? Did you not know that he is almost like an employee of the Most High? I'm I'm about to share a scripture with y'all, and I almost really don't want to share the scripture. This is the one scripture. <laughs> it's very, very disturbing. I know it took me a long time to understand why, but I want to share something with y'all that might be neat. Um, there was a prophet There was a minister There was a king Excuse me A king in the Old Testament And He was an enemy Of the people of God He was an enemy Of the people of God And he constantly Constantly kept pursuing evil Okay, I want, I'm trying to show y'all the purpose of evil spirits. Now, if you don't understand and believe in evil spirits, you might want to just switch on and go to a different show. Because I'm about to go deep on y'all, and I'm telling y'all, when we get through with tonight talking about the real realm, the real reality, you'll see why things trickle into the natural, and you see Illuminati is not some the Illuminati see how I'm jumping around I know but I'm look I'm looking at the scripture but I'm about to so I'm going somewhere with this. I'm gonna jump a little bit. Now watch this. The Illuminati is not all evil. I know I lost half of y'all right there when I said that. Illuminati means illuminated ones. Most of them are evil. Okay? But there's a lot of people that don't want secrets about the Most High to be profane among evil people. And they make a pact among themselves to cover up things. But you know that. The Templars is one. I'm not saying they're righteous. I'm not saying that's what the Most High told them. 
but everybody that hides secrets is not necessarily evil. Let me give y'all a good example. When they went to create, when they was translating the Bible, they ran upon the name God. I mean, they ran upon the name that we call God today. Y'all know those people was afraid to even say the name. They ran upon the letters where God is in the Bible, certain parts of the Bible, because you have to know that sometimes it's referring to the Father and sometimes it's referring to the Son. Now, where it's relating to the Father, I think it's the capital G, those were letters there. Uh, some people pronounce it textual grammaton, some people uh, pronounce it the textual grammaton, however you pronounce it. It represents these four letters. U, there's the Y. I want you all to write this down if you, get, if you, get, if you can. Y, H, W H. It's called the Textra Grammaton or Grammaton. Now watch this. Today people debate as to what that means. Is it saying Yahweh or Yahweh or whatever? Now there's been some people say that this whole thing is a myth. I don't really want to get into it too much. I honestly don't. I'm just trying to show y'all one little piece of this. They didn't want to say the name of God. I mean, the name of, they didn't want to say Yahweh or Yahweh or whatever. They, they didn't want to say the name. So what they did, they replaced those letters with G-O-D. Now, that would be like a secret society. They know the name, but they hide it. For those of y'all that are saying, we want even that name, it was a different name. It's still the same principle in lots of parts of the scripture. I said that because I know there's some people listening. I know one person for sure on the line who don't even believe that his name was uh, YHWH. You know, and that's fine. But I'm saying legend has it, history has it, that when they went to translate the Bible, these four letters were there representing the Father. And this is where we get the name Yahweh from. But the translators of the Bible was too afraid to say those letters. And they didn't even want to write them because this was the name of the Father, the one who Christ talked about. So they made it a secret among themselves. This wasn't privy to everybody what they did, and they put God in there. So a lot of books of the Bible that didn't make it, a lot of things that, did, that were, were relates to the Bible, and, and even where it relates to a lot of history, that some people know some stuff and they don't want to say it because they feel that they put it out there, mankind is going to prefer it. They don't want people saying the name of God in a bad way. So many people believe that's why they didn't, it's why they changed it to God. Then other people believe, no, God is too close to the word dog. They was trying to, you know, say something demeaning about the Most High. So there's different arguments. But what I'm trying to say, I wasn't there and I don't know, but I do know this. Everybody that, that hides information is not necessarily evil. But the Illuminati, most of them, I can tell you right now, they straight up demonic possessed people. But just so you know, everybody, every secret society is not necessarily evil. I got a book about 500 pages with every secret society that's out there. And you will be surprised to know what some of their um, um, and, and brother do me a favor, brother Garvey, if you want to talk about you hate why I hate those letters, please press one again. I do not want to talk about that. If you want to talk about something else, 
leave your hand up because I'm not trying to get off on some sidetrack. We're talking about a bigger issue tonight. It don't matter about what his name was. I'm telling you all that the purpose is there is history hidden for good reasons. All secrets. I'm trying to show you. And he still got his hand on. Let me go to him. Okay, Eric Code 708903. I think this is Brother Garvia. Go ahead with your question and comment, sir. I got one question. Where in, where in history did it say that they that the true Israelites they want to say his name? Because you cannot find it. The truth okay. is. Hold on. Let me move on, man. I told you don't do that. I just asked you. I didn't want to spend time on that. Now, you know I don't mind you sharing, man. I will come back to you in a little bit. I do not mind you sharing. I love you sharing, but I don't want to spend time on the name. Okay? It don't matter if, if, if the what I'm trying to say is whether that is true or not, there is history that people hide for various reasons. I don't want to get off on that and then we spend an hour on that and the show is over like we did last. We always do that, which and I can't do that tonight. Tonight I'm just simply sharing that there is history that people hide. I know you would agree with that. I know you would agree with that. I already know most of the people listening right me listen to me right now know that's true. That's all I'm trying to prove on that point. I don't want to get on one specific and did did they really hide the name and what did they I don't want that's not uh uh-uh, not 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 right now. Please. And I'll come back to you but I just I'm trying to build something. Just respect what I'm trying to do. Please. Honest. I'm I promise I'll get you. You'll be able to talk as much as you want tonight. So who is the Illuminati? Who is the Illuminati? If the Most High says that America is Babylon and that she is going to be judged, well, if she's going to be judged, that means she's got to be wicked. If she's going to be wicked, because the, the, the nation that's, that's spoken of in, in Revelation 17, the whore is a very wicked nation. If the nation is wicked, that means she don't have truth. If she don't have truth, why don't she have truth? Oftentimes it's because it hasn't been the the the, the uh, Illuminati, the, these people that's hiding information. If they told all everything, America might not become a whore. America might not become wicked. America might not be judged. If 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 the Illuminati told all the truth about who the real Israelites were, who the who the Bible talking about, real history, all of a sudden everybody may just turn to the Most High and. And America not received the judgment she's supposed to receive. But America has done so much dirt. And in order for certain things to happen, I mean, y'all y'all see what I'm going with this? I'm saying all these characters in this play, America is like a nation in a giant play. And different things are supposed to happen. And Satan, I mean, Satan, y'all want y'all to listen to me. A lot of y'all know about the story of Job. And people have problems when the Most High said, where are you going, Satan? He says, I'm going throughout the whole nation, seeking who I may devour. And the, and, and the Father said, have you considered my servant Job? Lots of y'all have issues with the fact that the Most High, and I actually don't believe it was the Most High. I think this was Christ in his form of glory, but that's getting into semantics again. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to get too deep into stuff. I want to just... Want y'all instead of looking at who was talking to Job, I'm trying to look at what was said to Job in terms of 
I'm trying to talk about why was the most high, all, all this Christ in his form of glory, why was either one I'm talking to Satan versus who was talking to Satan? We got we got to stay on one topic here. Why was either one I'm talking to Satan? Have you considered my servant, Job? If Job was your servant and he's doing what's right, why are you talking to the enemy? He is the enemy. Why is the Most High saying, have you considered my servant, Job? He says, yes. And, and Satan said, yes, I've considered him, but you got a hedge over him. He said, you take that hedge now. And I'll be, and I'll get to him. And the most, and, and and Christ in His former glory said, "Okay, I'm going to move this hedge. You can touch all, but you cannot touch His life." Many people I know, Christians, believers, whatever you want to call folks that follow the teachings of Christ, have problems with this story. I'm talking about who Satan is, and I'm going to talk about who Satan followers are. I'm going to talk about who. Demons are. I'm going to be talking about why demons enter people. We can cover all this tonight. Okay, once you see how people become demon possessed and they end up being people like the Illuminati, what and who really is pulling their strings? In the end, I can tell you this, the, the end, the most high is going to be looking good. I'm not about to tell y'all that the most high is wicked. That's not where I'm going with this. I'm saying we have a choice. And when we choose to dance with the devil, we let we open up certain windows in our life. Just imagine a house with a whole lot of windows. When you allow Satan to, you say, Father, I give my children to you. I trust you with them. Then your children is taken care of. And you say, I give my finances to you. I trust you with my finances. I trust you. You pray. You just believe. And Okay, then that, that's covered. But you leave another window open. You say, well, I'm not going to trust you in the area of my sex life. I'm going to do what I want to do sexually. I'm going to do what I want to do with my body. Or I'm going to do right by sex, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take drugs. I'm going, I'm going to do drugs. And I don't even want nobody talking about no Bible. This is one vice I'm going to do. When you leave open a door or a window, excuse me, we're talking about windows, the enemy can come in. And he might not can come in those other windows because you trust the most high, you pray, you covered yourself, you got other people praying for you. If you haven't done it, I don't know what to tell you. All your windows might be up right now. But if you know what I'm talking about, some of y'all know what I'm talking about, and you are covered, the enemy cannot take you. The Bible says he has to enter in and bind the strong man. He has to come in through the window and deal with you and break you down, and then you get so broke down you go lifting other windows, and then all these spirits can come in. It's so real, people. This is the real world. This is the real world I'm talking about. And through this world, these spirits become take uh, command of people, take power over people, begin to brother uh, brother Gabriel press one. Your hand is up. I'm gonna have you come on later on, but I don't I don't want your hand to step. I want your hand to go down. And then later on, I'll bring you on. Uh, but what I'm saying is, these evil spirits are all out all over our planet. They're even right there, probably in the room with you. They just don't have a body. These are spirits. You're a spirit. You just have a body. They don't have a body. All spirits want control of a body, including the Holy Spirit. All spirits want control of a body. And when they get the control of your body, they worship their God. Now watch this. Again, we're going to break down the Illuminati, one world government, all these wicked people, 
and show you how they are just pawns in a game and that the Most High is not to be equated to these people. This is a powerful, powerful being. And I want to differentiate between the Most High and Christ in his form of glory. There's two different words. The God of the Old Testament is not the Most High. Sometimes I get to talking fast and I say that. But the God of the most of the, of, the, of the Old Testament is Christ in his form of glory before he came to this earth. I'm telling y'all. The Bible says no man has seen the Father or heard from him at any time. Christ said that. He said, search the scriptures. Let me read it. Let me read it. Let me read it. Some of y'all think I'll be making up stuff. The Bible says, search the scriptures. For in them you think, this is Christ talking to the Jews. He says, search the scriptures. He says, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. Search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. But they are they that speak of me. But they are they that speak of me. But they speak of me. He says, no man know the Father. No man have heard him at any time. Well, who was that Moses was talking to up on the mountain? Y'all got to really read your books. Some of y'all give up on the Bible because, you know, it's been tampered with. Why do you think they're tampering with it? You ever wonder why these other holy books are not tampered with like the Bible was? Obviously, there's a reason. John Thank John five thirty nine. Quickly, 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 because I'm I am plan, I am planning on stripping the new world order, the one world government before this show is gone. When we get done, those of y'all that's feeling hopeless, depressed, feel like man, the enemy is just everywhere. It looks like we're gonna just lose. You're gonna be able to take a deep breath and go, brother, I thank you. And then you, it won't be thanks to me. It'll be thanks for the, what the Most High showed me a long time ago to make me calm down and and see His hand. He is behind all of this. People that are suffering are suffering because they don't have him in their life. And when they choose evil, because he has put between, before them good and evil, he told mankind, I put between before you good and evil. Again, turn to St. John uh, um, and 539, and we'll get in there in a second. Watch this. Oh, man, this is just so deep. This, You know, you, some, you ever talk about something sometimes you have to just almost just take a breath because it's just so deep. All right, folks. The Most High uses Satan. I was talking about Job earlier. He asked Job, had not the Most High called Satan and asking about his servant Job, Job probably would never have went through any of that. So the most high he loves glory. He loves glory. Now some of y'all might say, You mean he's going through all this hell that the most high can get glory? You need to answer, ask him that when you see him. But I believe our life is about the Most High getting glory. And if the Most High want to get glory, I'm not his creation, his little clay. He's the potter on the clay. I'm not going to be questioning why have you molded me. 
he wants to get glory, he can get his glory. If he wants to put between before us good and evil and says to us, choose good, giving us a hint how to live our lives, if the Most High wanted to destroy us, it could just be done in three seconds or a split second or a billionth of a second. We'd just be gone in the thought. We need to quit thinking he's just after us. I know the situation with Job seemed a little strange. I'm trying to show you how Satan is not as powerful as we think. Satan is not as powerful as we think. Now, I want everybody to turn to that scripture, please, John. Um, John 5 through 9. All right. Everybody should have it by now. Okay. Now, listen to this. Listen to the scripture. This is deep. This is deep. I'm trying to figure out what part I'm going to read and what part I'm not. Y'all bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. I know y'all, I'm going a little slow, but I'm doing this. It's a purpose for my slowness. Okay. We'll just go ahead and start at uh, verse 37. And the Father himself, which hath sent me, again, Christ is not the Father, hath borne witness of me. Watch this. This is profound. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. Well, who was that in the Old Testament Moses was talking to? Make you go, hmm. That was this very person that's talking in his former glory. This is why the Muslims, I have much respect for them, but Christ wasn't just a prophet. This being was in the Old Testament. Remember in Genesis when, they, when, the, when, the, when it was said, let us make man? Let us make man? Not the Father, not the Son, but let us? Check this out, folks. Listen to this deep, deep, deep one more time. John 5 and 37, and the Father himself which has sent me has borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. 38, and ye have not his word abiding in you. For whom he has sent, him ye believe not. Here's the main scripture I want to read. 39. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. He's saying that Old Testament is talking about me. He just told y'all what I just told y'all. He is the God of the Old Testament. There's other scriptures I can go to, but I don't want to spend this. You know, you read that whole chapter when you get a chance. Christ. People y'all called Jesus. Because his name wasn't Jesus. But I understand I'll say Jesus because I know exactly, and the Father know what I, where our heart is at. All these people that say, ah, la, 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 la. Yeah, but when that grandmama say Jesus, she know she ain't talking about the figment, the, cre- the white image that they created and they attached this J to and took out this, all that twisting of, we're talking about Yeshua or Yahshua 
Or for those of y'all that want to spend another hour talking about this, Emmanuel. Just say Emmanuel, you shut up everybody. Or say Christ. Or say the Messiah. Shut up everybody. I don't want to get off on that. Now, I want y'all to follow me because this is deep. Who is the new world order? They are real. They are powerful. But it's not always what you think. I've been doing a study on John Rockefeller. Because everybody's been talking about the Rockefeller this, the Rockefeller that. You know, and I'm not, I'm beginning to wonder about this whole Rockefeller thing because Rockefeller mother, uh, Alicia, I think her name, um, you know, she married this guy named, uh, 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 they call him uh, Devil Bill because he was always up to mischievousness. But this was a very, his name happened to be Devil, I know, but his wife and John D. Rockefeller's mother was a very, very spiritual woman. You need to read up on it. Even John D. Rockefeller himself was a very, very spiritual person. Now, he knew that the United States was about to become uh, uh, oil dependent. And this man made some very crafty, some say shady. But do y'all know, let me back up, do y'all know what really made John Rockefeller go and make the money? He had a preacher to tell him Make all the money you can. Save all the money you can and give it to charity, young man. I'm going to say it again. Make all the money you can, save all the money you can, give it to charity. And John Rockefeller took that preacher word as though it was God Almighty and made it his business to go and he felt like it was God's will for him to be aggressive and make this money and put it back into the church. I kid you not. I kid you not. And then when they got all this money, his mother used to deprive them and get great joy in depriving her children because they had so much money. When, when John Rockefeller began, uh, I mean John's wife, they start making so much money. Remember the, the mother, John's mother, kept telling him, you know, money is the root of all evil. She didn't even say the love money. She said money. She didn't want. She was very concerned about all this money. And when John married this woman, uh, a daughter of a, a very well-established senator, uh, talking about John, the one that if you Wikipedia him, not that Wikipedia is the most accurate thing, but Wikipedia have John Rockefeller wealth at six hundred and sixty-four billion. You ain't never in your life seen nobody work that much money on this planet. This man just simply seized a moment. Now, when you really begin to read, maybe he, maybe David Rockefeller and some of the other Rockefellers that came out there and became begin wicked. But we start saying stuff because other people say stuff. You know, the Rockefellers, it's the Rockefellers, it's the Wahlbergs, it's the Wahlbergs. But you got to really study these people. Maybe David is just wicked because when you got a lot of money, you can do a lot of trash. But I'm beginning to believe so different. I believe behind all of this is the most high. Because these people are very, they can't touch the ancient people. I'm talking about the ancient Egyptians. And they don't have the kind of power they had. And we sometimes give these Europeans way too much power. The most high said that America is going to fall if America, well, most I said Babylon was going to fall in the book of uh, uh, Revelations chapter 17. 
As a matter of fact, I want to play this. I want y'all to listen to this, Revelation chapter 17. And listen to them talk about the whore. And I want y'all to listen to this clip and listen to how this brother, this person is going to read the scriptures. He's just reading the scriptures, King James Version Bible. But I want you to listen when they when he start reading and start talking about how the Most High put it in other nations to hate this nation. The Most High did it. So Brother Joseph was saying he may call tonight. He's going to talk about all these nations that's coming against the you know militaries are here and they believe he believes lots of people. Ain't just him. It's thousands of people believe that these militaries are going to uh, these soldiers in this country from various countries are going to turn on the United States and take over it. I don't know. They sound far-fetched, but so did. If I'd have told you that one was going to have said that too. But it don't matter. America has the fall. And according to Revelation 17, the most high put in the nations or in some nations, some nations to hate the whore, Babylon, and to cause her to be destitute and impoverished. Listen to this. Just listen, folks. This is straight scripture reading, uh, Revelation 17. Check this out. Chapter 17. And there came one of the seven angels which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will shew unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints, and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And the angel said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman, and of the beast that carrieth her, which hath the seven heads and ten horns. The beast that thou sawest was, and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit, and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder, whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they behold the beast that was, and is not, and yet is. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is. And the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was, and is not, even he is the eighth, and is of the seven, and goeth into perdition. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him are called, and chosen, and faithful." And he saith unto me, The waters which thou sawest, where the whore sitteth, are peoples and multitudes, and nations and tongues. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, 
and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and give their kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city, which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Now, if that don't prove what I was saying, listen, folks. The Most High put it in, even if you don't think America is Babylon, the fact that the Most High put it in any nation, any, more than one nation, because it said nations, and um, to hate the whore, make her desolate, and burn her with fire. In other words, nations come against this nation. It could be Europe. It could be Europeans coming against this very nation. Whoever it is, they're going to hate the whore. They're going to hate whoever is Babylon. People say, well, Babylon is Iraq. Babylon is Iraq. Well, Iraq already been destroyed, leveled almost. So it can't be Iraq. This nation made the nations of the world wealthy. It has to be one of the nations in the European Union or the United States. No other nation can wear that slipper but the United States, folks. Now, if the United States is to fall, how would it look at the United States, United States was a righteous people? Then she wouldn't fall. I'm saying... All of these things that's happening with these secret societies and a lot of these people, this country, because it's under judgment, the most how have allowed Satan to go in and possess certain people, possess certain people. These people that are possessed, I really believe people like Dick Cheney, George Bush, but, you know, according to Maxine Waters, Maxine Waters say, I don't know why y'all talk so much about George Bush. She say he is a puppet. The people that want to control the world is people like his daddy, Rumsfeld, okay, Dick Cheney. And and believe me, folks, there's a whole lot of names she don't even know. And I think she is right. I think she is right. Because George Bush is a pretty dumb man. I mean, not dumb like make an F dumb, but not to be, no, he he can't even have a conversation with Barack Obama, President Barack Obama. But there are some powerful, powerful people, okay, that's even higher than the Rumsfeld because I just don't believe if you're a powerful person, you're going to be that public. People, these people that is behind the scene, they don't, they're, they're, when I study the New World Order and I study these, these secret societies, there are people that don't want to be seen. And to be seen is they have failed. They don't want to be known. They don't want nobody to know they are. They like walking around, looking like everybody else, going in and out of Kroger's, wherever stores they go to, knowing that they're controlling this whole planet and everybody's oblivious to who they are. They like that. Powerful people don't like to be seen. It's kind of like new money, like rappers. You know, this is new money. And the new of the money is, the more they want everybody to know. The older the money is, you got to go find these people with the magnifying glass because they're in the hills. They don't want nobody to see their houses. 
New money want to show everybody their houses. Old money don't want to be seen. New money wear rims on their cars. Old money going to look like every car on the street. They'll go Sam Walton, old money, drive the pickup. You know, and I guarantee you Beyonce has a Ferrari or something. I mean, you got to watch this cycle. Sometimes you will not be allowed in the back room, but if you listen to the spirit, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. If there's nothing new under the sun, then that means we're all in a cycle. Everything is repeating. Everything is repeating. So the way you know what's going on in the back room that you can't get in, you simply watch the cycle. Certain things are going to keep repeating itself. And the way you know whether or not you've been learning and studying and how knowledgeable you are is, are you able to predict what's going to happen next? This is why old people is so wise. They've lived so old to see the cycle, you know, over and over. And they can tell you when regimes are going to fall. They can say things that sound crazy. Nobody don't believe them. Then later on, he said, how do you know, ladies, know that she'll look at TV? All she does is sit in that rocking chair. How does she know? She watched cycles, human behavior. She can tell men that ain't good. For wives and women, they can. Uh, this is why in the biblical days, your father is the one that pick your husband or your wife, because they know the cycles. Well, it's no different with the New World Order and the Illuminati and all these secret societies. You watch the cycles, the cycles, and you got to understand that America has done a lot of dirt. If she have caused, she this nation has caused lots of pain, lots of poverty. Yes, she's causing nations to be wealthy as long as they bow the knee to her. Yeah, if you just kiss up to her, she'll make you wealthy. But if you stand up to her like Haiti, if you stand up to her like Cuba, if you stand up to her like the Ethiopians did to Italy, you will crawl. They're going to make sure you crawl. And that's why Ethiopia to this day have it hard as they have it because they embarrass the Italians. This is why Haiti which had the most, the biggest victory of all times of any non-white nation against a white nation in, in recent history. This is why they are suffering the way they are suffering. Don't think that earthquake was necessarily a natural cause. There's been weather warfare around for a long time. These people can cause hurricanes. With explosions on the earth, on the ocean floor, will call a big rumbling effect. Kind of like when you see in the tub move your leg real fast. They can affect and I, and, I, and I can give you one better than that. Simply go to on the Internet and type weather warfare congressional hearings, and you will see your congressman. This ain't no phony tape like that one tape was. This is the real people. You'll see your congressman or some congressmen arguing, encouraging nations not to get involved with weather warfare. And I saw that I blew, blew my mind. So if you just Google Weather warfare and type in congressional hearing, you'll see it for yourself. It's one thing about the internet, it's right at your fingertips. Okay? So, anyway, the New World Order, the One World Government, I believe, is nothing more than people that is helping fulfill destiny for various nations. The Most High, when He calls a nation to fall, certain things have to happen. For one thing, they have to be corrupt. He just don't go around judging righteous nations. We have been corrupt for a long, long, long time. 
from its inception. I don't know what these whites are talking about, talking about a godly nation. I don't know what history they're talking about, because when they talk about a godly nation, how wonderful this country was, we was enslaved, we was in shackles. Men, our women and men was being raped by Master, Master and his, you know, his wife, the white woman was taking black men at at, at will. And I know men might have enjoyed that to some degree, but not all men wanted a white woman back then. You were made to have sex with those women by those women when, they, when the master wasn't away and the master sometimes wanted to see, you know. It, it's, it just was we didn't have control of our bodies, which is a scripture that prophecy has already said that's what, one of the things that Israel would happen to the true Israel, like the true Jews, they would not have control of their own bodies, and that, that the control of the bodies will be given over to their oppressors if they disobey as a nation. This is what's to happen to them. This is just one of the curses. So Again, that's why we believe that African Americans are one of the lost tribes, and anybody else going through the stuff we went through is nothing more than another one of the 12 tribes scattered somewhere else. It don't matter if it's South African black folks being shot down like flies. You know, they got a lot of attention doing uh, Nelson Mandela around the time he was in prison and all that, but the Limba people is there, and we believe that those people are the true, are true, the true Israelites. The Shanti people of West Africa, we believe, have Hebrew roots. Uh, the people in India, the untouchables, they, some people say they go through more hell than we go through. Even now, I went to India for that reason, to see the untouchables, and I saw them. And they, you go around, you see people doing the most uh, just humbling jobs. They were all dark. The darker the skin, the more they was doing these just unbelievable jobs. Saw a lady walk around with cow patties on her head to go sell them for fuel to make money from selling cow dung. It's a lot going on in our world. You got to understand who this United States is. You got to understand who Satan is. You got to understand who evil spirits are. What are their jobs? What are they doing? And when we see all this stuff on the news, what are you really looking at? Do you know the difference between bad news? Do you know when you're looking at the news, do you know if you're looking at judgment or not? I bet the average person listening to me right now could not tell whether or not you're looking at judgment on TV. Justice is the difference. Judgment is the most high repaying someone, and it's going to be a tragedy. It may be somebody that, you know, was killed, and it was judgment. It was the most high. Lift his hands of protection. The evil one came, his job is when that when the most high lift his hand up, the evil one it's like the most high say go he's almost like he says sick him Satan. Almost. He just lifts his hand of protection and the evil one takes him because they're no longer protected. That's why the Bible says, If your ways please me, I'll make even your enemies to be at peace. Why does he say that? Again, if your ways please me I make even your enemies to be at peace with you. One more time. The Bible says, if your ways please me, I'll make even your enemies to be at peace. So why would he do that? Because the enemies is sent from him. 
Proverbs 16 and 7. Okay? So what am I saying? And I, I, I remember earlier I was trying to show you all this one scripture about uh, this king in, in, in the Old Testament. I just happened to think, think that I didn't even tell you all. But anyway, there was a king that pursued evil. He pursued evil. He pursued evil. And the Bible says that an evil spirit was sent from the Lord. Evil spirit was sent from the Lord. Just like with Job, there was an evil spirit sent, not from Satan, but from the Lord. See, the scripture says when you keep pursuing evil, pursuing evil, pursuing evil, pursuing evil, the most I said, I put before you good and evil. If you keep pursuing it, he has to give you what you pursue. Now, if the Most High sent this evil spirit, this man was devoured. This man wasn't like Job who ended up being blessed. Okay? That was so the Most High could get glory with Job. His life was not to be touched. Now, Job's children was got killed in the process. But from my understanding, Job offered up sacrifices daily for his children. They must have been some bad children. The Most High is not going to take one life or allow the enemy to take no life that's seeking him. He says again, if your ways please me. Proverbs 16 and 17, when a man ways are pleasing to the Lord, he make even his enemies to be at peace with him. So this this is another scripture that have a lot of people, some of y'all right now saying, oh, please don't read that. Because a lot of believers don't know how to process it. They're saying, wait a minute, we're supposed to be serving this God. He's sending evil spirits. They don't understand it. I understand. I'm not saying I understand everything in the book. I'm sure there's, I may not even Understand a fraction of what you know, listener. I'm just saying it's very clear in the scriptures. He never, ever afflict the righteous. Neither would a seed beg bread when people really seek the most high. The problem is a lot of these folks saying they're seeking the most high really ain't seeking the most high. And that's why they suffer so. You know, and we see all these church people going hungry. We see so much pain in the church. And we... Just think, you know, I don't want to be a part. I don't want to be a believer because, you know, God don't take care of them. It's not true. They're not believing like you think. A lot of believers are just as scary. They don't trust the most high. They have as much doubt as a person that's not even in the church. So you got to, when we start seeing, we're talking about the New World Order and one world government, all these wicked people that control, like the, the World Health Organization, the World Bank, all these international uh, institutions. I'm talking about these, I believe, demon-possessed people. But these people are doing nothing more than what God called them to do to the wicked. They are dispatched. Uh, the hand of protection, the Most High, I believe, lifts his hand of protection from wicked, from the wicked. 
and these institutions just tear them up. African countries have been devoured because African countries, a lot of them, have not been, you know, doing what's right. And they are not seeking the most high. It ain't just the United States that's godless. A lot of countries, I'm not saying all African countries, because I actually think the most righteous countries are in Africa too at the same time. But I do think some of the countries are perverted or, or evil or wicked. And so the World Health Organization just have have field day with them. But there are some African presidents that have went on record to say we are believers. We 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 believe in the Bible, and we, and they claim their country for, for for the Most High. I mean, there have been people to say that. Okay, so it's one thing about sending missionaries and sending missionaries, but what happens when people begin to start believing and and and, and accepting the gospel? You know that the missionaries try to talk about. So, you know, and I'm not down with the missionaries. I think they have some issues too, but. I'm just saying there's a lot of African countries that are godly, and I don't think that the World Health Organization, well, here's a classic example, Ethiopia. Ethiopia had never been enslaved by uh, no uh, whites. Italy was there for just a, what was it, a couple of years. That's not white people ruling your land. And Ethiopia has a strong religious teaching about, you know, y'all know about many, y'all know about Menelik, uh, which is uh, according to Ethiopian of uh, beliefs that Menelik was the baby that Queen of Sheba and uh, Solomon had together. And even Israel, the Israelis, the white Jews in Israel, even acknowledged that by acknowledging the Palashian Jews and allowing them to come into their country. Not that I they need them to acknowledge nothing for me, but I'm just saying Ethiopia is a godly nation. Haile Selassie called that nation on a fast. Next thing you know, Italy was out of there. A lot of y'all don't know that. Haile Selassie went all over the world trying to get support to get to defeat Italy, Italians. And once Haile Selassie called it fast, remember the Ethiopians was fighting with born arrows, not born arrows, but with sticks and and. The, I mean, just man-made weapons versus modern weaponry. And Italians could not defeat those people. You need to read the history of that. That is one of the greatest defeats in the world. Haiti defeated, uh, I forget what on, I think it was Napoleon, but I could be wrong. I mean, whoever Haiti defeated, they beat them down for real. But the Ethiopians, they could Italians could not take over Ethiopia with their high-tech weapons. But it was only after Haile Selassie called the fast. Now, there were some armies that came in there and, and said they was going to unite with the Ethiopians. Then Italy just basically said, we give up. But we credit that to the fact that Haile Selassie called the fast. Because the fast could have been... Was, Called the most I could have said, told other nations, go down and help. When he saw the fast, heard them crying out and fasting. Whatever, they got it, the Italians up out of there, and those armies, some little armies that went to try to help them, it wasn't that many of them. But as soon as Italians, you know, at least one, one version of the history told by Ethiopian to me was that when these other, kind of like um, UN troops came to try to help uh, Ethiopia. But that didn't happen to Halle Selassie fast. It called it fast. So anyway, I'm talking about evil people. I'm talking about wicked people. I'm talking about powerful people tonight that runs the world. 
how that the most high is behind them, not Satan. Satan is an employee. Let me show you what I'm talking about. First time you're 16, I hate reading this because if you don't explain it right, people really think this scripture, I'm going to warn you, I'm going to warn you, this scripture can have you looking at the most high real stupid if you don't understand. So, and I see Brother uh, brother Joseph, I think this is him. He come in all late, but that's okay. He has something to do. He, he's, he had a very good alibi. We'll let him talk to him in a second. But real quick, real quick. Y'all got to check this out. This is crazy. 1 Samuel 14. Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, this is not actually the time. This is when uh, it says, But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Watch this. This is still the similar what I was saying. This is not exactly what I was trying to find, but check this out. Verse 14 says, and I'm reading 1 Samuel 16 and 14 says, But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Verse 15, And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. That wasn't even a scripture I was looking for, but that's still nailed down what I was saying. These evil spirits, just like they feel they they went to Saul and was troubling him. And I talked about Job. That's how they get into men, and men set up the new world order, the one world government. These men become the Rumsfeld. These men become Halliburton, Dick Cheney. These men become George Bush. And they begin to start doing things in the world, and we go studying and find out what they do because somebody leaked it out, and we think we did it with some big bad boys. Nah. They just pawns in the game. They just pawns in the game. If America right now, all of us cried out to the most high and said, deliver us, the Illuminati New World Order would just disappear. The World Bank, it ain't going to happen because the, the, the wickedness, and I'm coming to you, Brother Joseph, the wickedness of America is so thick it's hard to comprehend. As soon as you study the World Health Organization, you're going to just leave. You, you won't even be able to sleep. I mean, if you hear all the things they're doing to, you know, forcing non-white women to take Norplant. They had that program going on in South America. And they they are authors of death. But they talk like they're trying to save. There's a lot of death behind the World Health Organization. And they claim population control, but there's never been a problem with the population. The problem is the distribution of the wealth, but they are strong on population control. That's the World Health Organization and the World Bank, what they do with finances and how they impoverish nations. This thing we talk about, the Structural Justice Program, uh, the uh, the gentleman that called himself, uh, he wrote a book called, uh, uh, can't think of it, it's called Hitman, uh, 
confessions of an economic hitman. He's just one little old person that was talking about his experience, but they've been doing that for a long time where they'll go into a country and they'll send a guy like him and, and he'll talk to the leader of that nation and get him in deep, deep, deep death, debt, get him in debt, and when that nation cannot pay, the World Health the world Bank comes in and says, well, uh, you know, they start getting this country to start uh, doing what they call that's when they start the structure adjustment program, when they start adjusting the programs of their country. And basically these, these adjustments call their country to go into poverty. This is some demon-possessed activities. But a lot of times these countries, the reason why they're doing business with the economic uh, hitman or these wicked people from the, from the states or from Europe is because they're wicked in the first place. And so when all this stuff starts happening to them, it's because that nation is an ungodly nation. It's, it's in the bed with the, with the enemy. And that's why they're, 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 every, every nation don't allow these economic hitmans in. They stop them at the door and say, oh, no, you know, China's one of them. You know, I'm saying, so all I'm saying, folks, is the, and I'm not really nailing this thing down like I want. I'm, I'm getting it out, but I could talk for another three hours. But I told Brother Joseph I was going to let him come on and share some things. I'm going to let him bring him on here in another minute here. But all I'm saying, folks, you show me the institution, and I guarantee you, sooner or later I can show you God behind it. The Pentagon, that's a wicked institution. It's more blood. If you could see in the spirit realm and see how much blood the Pentagon is responsible for, probably lakes of blood, people all over the world, you know, assassination. I had a friend of mine that wanted to confess something to somebody, and I said, man, go ahead, talk, talk. And he took him a while to get it out, but he said, listen, I used to be a soldier in the Army. And he said I was good. I was better than my peers, some of them. And I was drafted into this elite group, and we was basically assassins. And they would give us a map. We taught us. They taught us how to read maps, and we would have just all this technology they had at their fingertips. And they would, he said, man, we would go. Middle of the night, we won't know where we're going, and we'll get to a place we have a map of this particular restaurant or this particular business or this particular wherever this enemy of the state they call them would be. And I say, well, who who was the person y'all was after? And he said, all they would say is they call the enemy of the state. That's where they get that movie name from, and that's the, the term they call people that they're assassinating in the in the, with the military go after. They just call them enemy of the state. He said we would go in, man, and we would have a, a, a we would have all these. We would go practice with dummies, just like in the movies, kind of, you know. But this is the real deal. And he was able to come out, and they would know exactly where to go, how to shoot the person, and they'd have a chopper waiting on them. So they go into a place, and they out of there. Ain't no ain't no police got time to catch these people because they in and out and in a chopper and they gone. He said, man, we would do that a lot. And I'm saying, well, do you know if you were shooting a good guy or a bad guy? He said, well, no. I don't know this day. And it was bothering his, his conscience. I'm saying we've been doing that for many, many, many years, and I do think a lot of them people were good guys. So the most I have declared judgment, I believe, upon this country. I'm not trying to inspire anybody to do anything to anybody in this country. Let me just say that for somebody to start thinking, you know, this guy's trying to, he's a terrorist. No, I don't believe that you my friend, and anybody listening should lift a finger to do anything to uh, to, to recompense uh, 
any nation, any people that America has mistreated, the most high is going to judge the mo- America. What we're to do is love people and do right by people as best we can. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. Brother Joseph, I'm coming your way. Uh, Eric code 804-289, I think this is you. Eric code 804-289, is this Brother Joseph? Yes, it is. Peace, brother. Peace. Peace, man. Good, good, good hearing your voice, man. I know I've talked a lot, but I've been trying my best, Brother Joseph, to disarm the New World Order, One World Government, and, and get people to thinking that we're not as hopeless as we look. The Most High has people that is uh, going to protect the righteous. At the same time, those of us that's not under His covering is going to suffer. Americans are going to bleed, Brother Joseph. That is true. There is going to be a lot of death. But if we're living right, if we're following the voice of the Father, he is going to protect us. And it's not just Americans. He's going to protect any of his people in any nation. It don't matter whether he judged that nation or blessed that nation. His his people are going to always be taken care of. Go ahead with what you have to say. You have a lot of things on your mind that's going on. I'm just going to let you just go ahead and do your thing. Well, Brother you know, uh, well, uh, well, first I would like to say peace to the audience, you know, people that's online and everything, right? Um, I would just, you know, would like to say, you know, that uh, 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 people that's, that's, that's waking up to this thing, you got people that probably just woke up today and yesterday and the day before that and you got people that been knowing about this thing they might be about 75 years old you know and they've been they've been tracking this thing here since the creation of the united nations you know like my granddaddy remember i tell you about my granddaddy yeah 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 and come to find out brussel he was a uh a cannonball driver. Uh, you know about the cannonball drivers? No. About the about the black the black drivers, right? Drive driving supply to the front and and bringing whatever back, wounded or whatever, right? See, my granddaddy drove them big trucks and he drove jeeps. And 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 see, by that he was and see this what I really really this what really messed me up, Russell. Now. I'd be asking myself, what did he discover over there that other soldiers didn't discover? You see what I'm saying? Yep. He was saying, he was saying all the way back then, he went over there in Germany. He left my mama and her younger sister, and he left a wife back when he went over there to Germany. You know. And, and and see and, and he used to tell my mama how how they had to drive through you know drive down the roads and through the roads with number landmines you know and 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 he he come back home and my grandma used to tell him the Charlie Charlie you know won't you buy you know won't you get you a truck you know I never saw the man drive nothing you know and. It affected him. It affected him. But, but you know, he retired from uh, Lucky Strike here in Richmond, uh, 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 worked for 35 years, you know. And, you know, he did his time over there in Germany, came back, 
and saw the creation of the United Nations. Because I remember from a little boy on up, he always used to catch them uh, Sunday, Sunday uh, 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 program, you know, David Brinkley and, you know, Face the Nations and, you know. Uh, uh-huh. What's the other guy named uh, Buckner? Yeah, see, oh, Mr. yeah. Buck, you know, Mr. Buckner, he come from the Vatican, you know. But you know, brother, this is what we must understand. See, see, a lot of, this is what I notice about, about black people, the black Hebrews especially. They so caught up. They so caught up, brother, and, 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 you know, they being biased with it. You got to look at everything. Don't just look at what you want to look at and bring to the table. It don't work like that. But you know, brother, this what I this was always been on my mind and on my heart since I went to Luxor. Now, now see this what I'm saying, you know, brother. You got Luxor over there sitting, sitting gorgeously beautiful. You know, they don't know how old that stuff is. I don't care what they say. You know, because they want that in that doing that reality. And I never saw so many different nationalities of white people in my life. But the them white people, they come to Luxor and they just drop everything. They go back home, sell everything, come on back. You know, this is what I saw with my eyes. You know, I went so over there. So you saw people that literally sold everything and came on back. Yes, yes. People from France, Belgium, and and you know another thing, brother. Dumb young black minds over there in Luxor. I'm talking about the ones that look like me and look like you. That when you get off the train, about about a seven minutes walk, boom, they go to the city temple. You know, I don't know what they call it. I think they call it thieves or something, right? But it's a big, huge. I mean, I mean, brother, when you see it, I mean, when you get off the train, you think you walking, you know, just walking, seeing buildings that you normally see. And you walk, it, it can brush you dead upside the face. You could be like, it's so huge. And, 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 hey, brother. I believe they were giants. <laughs> you know, I believe they was taller than what we, you know, what we are today. I say that these people was like 15 feet, you know. Brother Joseph. Yes. You could be right, but this is what I've learned. If you give people too many, too much, they can choke, and they'll think you're crazy. Now, a lot of people hearing you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. A lot of people hearing you for the very first time. They don't know Uh, that you went to prison. They don't know that in prison you became the number one man to go to for information. They don't know that you were sought out by a colonel that came to your prison. They don't know that you were sought out by a colonel that came to your prison because they heard, he heard of your fame and your knowledge of information. They don't know. You mentioned a little bit about your grandfather. You didn't share a lot of the stuff he shared with you. They don't know that about the young boy that was killed in the cell 
after the FBI came to talk to him, after he talked to you and learned some things. <laughs> they don't know. You got to, you got you to, what I'm saying to you, you're breaking up too. Oh, I am. What I'm, what I'm saying is you can't start off talking about you believe it was giants, and that's the first thing, one of the first things that come out of your mouth, because folks don't know you. They don't know all these shows you done did with me. They don't know. They don't know that your show, your presence on my show, is one of the largest amount of audience that I've done on Blog Talk. You don't know that. So be careful jumping in. You might thought think you know, we all think some things like that. Maybe they were giants. But I'm just saying I wouldn't start off with that. Why don't you if you don't mind why don't you share with us some stuff that you find out that's been going on lately that somebody can go research? A giant, you might be right. You could be definitely right, but we can't research that. People want to go and research things on their own and see, wow. Share some things that you know, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, I'm trying to tell you what to do, but I'm asking you, could you share some things that we can go and research that we can put our finger on, we can research, we can probably get involved with a movement. What do you know that's going on right now that really... A movement? <laughs> when I say a movement, that means several people spreading one thing. That's a movement. If you if you talk 60 people, people that's listening... People go come together. When this thing hits, people go come together. Like when, what hit? when what hit? When what hit? When what hit? Talk to us. Uh, well, um, well, uh, since you came at me like that, right, I'm going to say this. Um, the military, right, that got bases along the uh, Pacific Coast, Gulf Coast, East Coast, West Coast, you know, all around the, the, the coastal lines, right, mm-hmm. they're being, they being breathed now. The... The, when you get the word, you got one duffel bag and one suitcase. That's all you can bring with you, you know. So, so you know, they on they on red alert, you know, or final warnings, you know. But you know, uh, these people expecting a lot of water to come in from somewhere, you know. Why? Yeah. Why would they do it? Help me out. Well, you know, it's it's just you know um, disciples, you know, that we we coming into, you know, because the uh, 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 the pole shift, you know, from a conversation that I heard on a, you know program, you know, that we're gonna have like a fifteen percent, thirteen percent shift, you know, in the, in the, in this whole big ball thing, you know. You know, what big ball are you talking about? Enough. What are you talking about? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What big ball are you talking about? It's going to be enough shift. It's going to be enough shift to cause havoc. You know, so so what everybody doing that got money that can afford to do this, what they're doing is they digging down in the ground and, and, and they're going up in the Ozarks. And, you know, they, they finding shelter now. You know, you got people out here trying to buy their first house and and and, and trying to make the car look 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 better. 
It ain't that tight time. It ain't that tight reality no more. <laughs> People, hey man, I be just you. Look, I'm gonna tell you what I saw with my own eyes, right? And I told you know this cat. Um, what's his name? Um, um, hey man, um, real beautiful brother. Uh, uh, talks about the uh, uh, um. But anyway, I'm going to tell you what I saw with my eyes, right, brother? I saw some spider whales come down out of the sky. And I never heard anybody say what they saw, you know. I'm the only one saw this, brother. It looked like spider whales. Two to three inches in length. It was coming down like snow. When I first saw it, it, it just literally scared me. And I jumped from the window. And I stayed in the middle of the floor for like 15 seconds, you know, like, what is this stuff? What is it? You know, and um, I calmed down and I went back to the window. And I just looked at it and looked at it. And I just looked at it, you know. It was coming down. See how each snowdrop have, has its individual space? And what's so funny about this stuff? The wind did not blow it. The wind No, do my favor. Do my favor, Just Do my favor. Yes. Yes. I want you to think about something for a second. People yeah. that have a following, and you do have a following. You've been on several shows on Blog Talk with you. I know. People that's listening now for the first time, I kind of feel sorry for them because I don't know what they're thinking right now. But this brother, I should have gave him a bit of an intro. This brother have pointed out some stuff with much proof where you can hear him and right now on the computer, you can go ahead and uh, Google it, Google him. You could Google it and, bam, see it for your own self. He, I, I have been so blessed. I mean, I've, I've learned all kind of things that I never knew about warfare, about, I mean, the guy that came to the prison at the time in his prison because they had heard about him interviewed him, and basically tried to recruit him because they heard he was really, he knew a lot. And he kept asking him, how do you know what you know? The colonel came to visit him in prison, did not have to even go through all the checkpoints. That's how high security this person was. They came straight to him. And uh, what, I'm, what I'm trying to share with you, Brother Joseph, is this. When you share things that only you've seen, sometimes you can have people out there that say, I know exactly what you're saying. Oh, my goodness, I wonder what it is. But most of the time, if you're the only one that's seen it, if you're the only one that's seen it, people are going to question, like, and I see you back. I think you got disconnected, but I see you back. But people are going to question, if you're the only one that's seen something, try not to share that tonight. I want to know. 
You know a lot, a lot of stuff. You can talk between now and next week and not repeat. I'm asking you to share us with a lot of stuff that you've been able to network with, with other people on the net, things that's happened in our Gulf. You have talked about the fault line, lots of things you talk about. But, Brother Joseph, if you can, spare us anything you might have talked to, anything you might have seen yourself. Because people are going to say, well, you don't have no witnesses. How can I go and check it out? I don't know if you was high or not. I don't know if you was, you could have been high on something. People think like that. I have a tendency to believe people sometimes without no proof because I know some things you don't have no. Sometimes stuff happened to you and there is no witnesses. There is no way you can Google it. It just was an experience. It's real. And people just got to trust you. But I want you to share tonight with things that people can Google, go find out while wow, this is happening, millions over here, thousands over there, because there's so much of that going on. You ain't even got to touch something you saw one time. Talk about this big stuff going on that lots of people know about it, and it's huge, huge, huge. If you don't mind, please. Um, Russell, give me about thirty seconds. Okay, and while you're thinking of that, because I know you probably came on with to think to to. I'm let's do this. We'll take a little quick little break, and we'll be right back. All right. Everybody give Brother Joseph a time to recall some of his information, and we'll be right back. But I enjoy I'm so glad he came to stop by. I always, always enjoy that, brother. You have a lot to say. I'm going to play a little song. We'll be right back with you, folks.
Seconds, folks. Those of you in the, the chat room, you better call the phone lines. You're gonna get disconnected. Brother Joseph is about to get stirred up. Y'all know this brother's a walking encyclopedia. He's a walking encyclopedia, and he's gonna have a lot of information for you. I'm telling y'all, those of you who've never heard him before, please call the phone lines or just post in the chat room. Okay, brother Joseph, go ahead. Oh, uh, brush up. Oh, now see, just another thing, right? Uh, remember the dude Serge Manette. Remember what now? Serge Maness, uh, the French Canadian guy. Yeah, yeah. The Serge guy Maness, that was yeah. getting the leaks, huh? Yeah, yeah. I remember him. I did research on him. Go ahead. Yeah, the guy, you know, yeah, Serge Maness was getting leaks from the United Nations because you had people in the United Nations, you know, waking up to this thing, you know, and and not liking it, you know, and um. He was one of the uh, investigative journalists, you know, that, you know, he was taking the leaks and publishing them, you know. But he should have just sit on the stuff like Al Martin did. Uh, uh, now, see, Al Martin, he was he was with the, with the uh, uh, you know, the guns for drugs thing, right, you know. Uh-huh. And then, and then now, uh, now, the latest scandal, now, it's kind of old now. But they thought it was gonna blow, but they they got away with that, you know. Uh, food for oil, yeah, you know, fruits and whatnot. They those people made trillions off that stuff, you know. I believe you. Uh, uh, 
Yeah. But um, Serge Maness, Serge Maness sent me so much information. He sent me boxes, you know. I heard him on a Christian program, you know, when I was in penitentiary, right? And um, so I called his address, you know. And I, no, I wrote the uh, uh, the uh, the program, you know. And, uh, he gave me Serge Maness, you know, address and everything. You know, I wrote them, and the man sent me about ten boxes of, of, of hardcore, you know, of complete education of this stuff, you know, you know, uh, and uh, the guys, you know, they'll see me, they'll be like, you know, but I could be hearing the brothers, right? They'll be like, man, that dude right there, right there, man, that's the dude right there, you know, right. him. Yeah. You know, cats that be working in the law library and stuff, you know. But mm-hmm. like you said, brother, self, a lot of people in Pantitis thought that was crazy. But, you know, you had guys from the um, law library saying, man, you know, ain't no wrong with that man. That, you know, that man got plenty of sense, you know. <laughs> you know. But, you know, and the CO, CO was coming to me. Because see, when I had received the stuff, I was in the hole, right? And um, police. What is the hole? For those that don't know what the hole is, what's the hole? You know, like when you catch a case in general population, they they put you in the hole, the shoe. They call it the shoe now. Okay. You know. So. So when the stuff came in, right? Oh, two COs at the same time came to my cell and said, Johnson, man, who the hell you know? Just like that. You know, because I now forget it, you know. You know, because I still see that same reality right now in my mind. Right? Okay, yeah. and then what happened? Then what happened? So I said, man, I said, man, come on, tell me out front where is that. You know, I'm trying to get out front. You know, where is that? You know, well, what at? Hold on, you're jumping. You gotta, you gotta more do detail by detail. I know you're trying to say this a lot, but you gotta remember, nobody, don't, a lot of people don't know who you are, brother Joseph. You gotta give detail, just like it's your first time on this show. People don't know who you are. They probably want. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's really my fault. I probably should have did a more balanced intro, but I'm thinking, you know, I saw a lot of people in the show tonight that know you. But in reality, those that listen in the future, they're going to be like, who is this guy? What do you mean he's in prison? If he's in prison, why are you listening to him? They hey, well, look, there's some matter of course well, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, 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 it's not like that because there's people. Hundred, listen, hundreds of people. That'll be peace, man. That'll be peace. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's some people that's going to hear you a month from now, and they can't press one. So all I'm just giving about a two-minute intro. Now, again, this brother was in jail. His grandfather got him studying some things, and it got him questioning some things. But when he was in prison, he was able to relax and start revisiting what some of what his aunts, what his uncle was telling him. And he began to start studying, and he took it serious, and really began to start studying. Y'all know there's a whole lot of businessmen in prison, a whole lot of intelligent people in prison. There's a whole lot of 4.0 people in prison. But this brother was known out of all his whole prison population is a man to go to. And then he was switched to another prison, gained the same populate, popularity. And so he was visited by some very important people. Uh, and uh, about, and, and uh, he's talking about that now. 
but he met people like Serge Maness, which is a, a, a dissident voice that's out there putting out all kind of truth, and other people. Now, go ahead with what you were saying. I just wanted to get you a little bit of who you are. And, y'all, if you, if you were just looking in the archives, Brother Joseph has been on the show at least, I know, six or seven times. Look at the shows where I had him on as guests, where I did more of a long introduction where he talked about the prison, you know, different things with him in prison, and, 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 it'll, and it'll do it more justice tonight. But tonight we can't get into the intro too much because we, I want him to share some of the things that's been going on um, uh, in, the, in the news, so to speak. But go ahead with what you were just saying, Brother Joseph. Can you give us some of the in the news things you've been hearing? Oh, well, brother, stuff, you know, man, you know, we can just let this thing, you know, just roll. You know, we don't need no intro, man, you know. No, no, no. Well, well, no. Hold, on. Yeah, hold on, hold on. We're going to let it roll, but I want you, you were just saying, because I'm sure you named a lot of people wondering how did, how did it happen. You said two CEOs came looking for you, and they saying, man, what, who do you know? Why did they say that to you? Because so, boxes and boxes and boxes of Stuff came in to an inmate, you know, and they opened it up and they started reading it, you know, and, you know, and, uh, you know, they was telling me, you know, like, man, bro, um, you know, they up there reading your stuff now, you know, you know, the other CEOs, you know, you know. And, uh, and this, was, this was sent to you by uh, different people you were saying, Serge, and this was one of them who was, uh, uh, uh I mean, I mean, Serge Maness was the one that really gave me an education, you know, from the, you know, I mean, some of his stuff was off-world of stuff, you know, stuff from uh, Spokane, Washington, you know, the leading edge research, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. And this brother know a whole lot. This brother know a whole lot. I mean, I one time was writing down on one of your one of the shows we did. I was writing down everything, all these people, and I was upset with you that you withheld all that information. I think I wrote down like thirteen organizations that you just rattled off that you had a, a relation working relationship with that was really out there, like Serge Maness was, and that's spelled S E R G. Folks, uh, and the last name is M O N A S T. You start doing research on him, you'll be doing a, a while. But there's a whole lot more. Go ahead, brother Joseph. We, I want to spend about another. We'll do about another maybe 20 minutes of just. I mean, no more than 20 minutes of just really. What have you been seeing that's been going on? Give us a scoop, cause you out there with a lot of conspiracy type people. Many of them, I don't, I don't trust what they say. Some of them, a lot of them, I do trust. And I think you have that. You have a, a knack for the ones. That's, I think a lot of them are out there to scare people. I think a lot of them are out there to just scare people. They like to dramatize certain bad things and make money off of commercializing and sell CDs. But there's some serious things going on that you shared with us over the months. And I just want you to just hit on a little bit what you've been hearing, man. Again, none, nothing like you. You picked up one on one, just you. Like with the spider web thing, just I want to know what you've been hearing that lots of people are talking about that we can go researching and help yank up or, or now yoke up with. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's too late for all that. The best thing anybody could do try to do for themselves now is to 
get them a shovel, a pick or something, and just dig them a hole and bury themselves. Because <laughs> you get ready, <laughs> ready to shift. What they saying, this, this thing getting ready to shift about, about 15 degrees. Ooh, but no, so what are the summer things you've been seeing in the news for real, man? You're crazy. Well, um, um, <laughs> heard about, you know, that the United States is under siege. Now, if you really want to know what I'm talking about, go to RBN Live, go to the archives, and catch the short end of the stick. And uh, 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 I've got Say it again. Say the website again. Slow. Go to RBN Live. Go to the archives and go hold to. On, a, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Are you saying Ara as in Robert? Yeah, Ara as in. Well, hold on, hold on, brother. Hold on a second. Now, you saying it like we all supposed to know, but your P's and B's sound like this. That's why people say R is in Robert, B is in Bravo, or P is in Papa? B, B. B as in what? Boy. I mean, okay, because it's sounding it sound like on the radio, I'm telling you. And the next letter is? N. N as in Nancy. Okay, dot com? Um. You forgot to put live. I'll be in live. No, you forgot to tell me to put live. I know y'all been driving up to New York there. Oh, you tired? Tomorrow, tomorrow. Now this is what I'm gonna do tomorrow. This is okay. Hold on, hold on. For everybody listening, hold on. For everybody listening, I I, I think I got the, the, the website. Well, I thought I had. Hold on a second. www rbnlive.com, right? Yeah, go to the archives. But see, you got to pay a fee, to, you know, to get the archives. Well, you got to say that's important. Man, you might play these fees like it ain't nothing, but that's important to a lot of people. Actually, here's the name of the website, folks. Yeah, if you do RBN Live, you can get there, but I'm telling you, you'll get there a lot faster if you type in this. RepublicBroadcasting.org, RepublicBroadcasting.org, and this is a very good site to go to. Truth One One is another one. So after you go, after you go in RBN, I'm looking at now RBN, but you got to type in the website. I, I said not RBN Live, but what were you saying? Go after you can do that and go to the Lavender. The eleventh uh, 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 date of this month, you know, okay. uh, uh, he had text miles. Now you see text miles. He came no, from military intelligence. He came from military okay. intelligence, and he discovered this thing. And 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 by that text miles had the type of brilliant mind that he had. You know, he blessed. You know where he can. You know, put it all on paper and, 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 you know, fix it up for you, you know. Text them off. And uh, uh, I'm going to tell you another one. Clay Douglas uh, uh, and uh, uh, John, John, uh, 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 John Comiskey. John Comiskey. 
And I'm going to tell you another one. David Duke. <laughs> David yeah, Duke. David, David Duke is, uh, you know, it's funny you should say, because I just was listening the other day. And I listen to him for a different reason. I know you're racist. But... That ain't got nothing to do with anything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. So what I did, I was listening to him talk about different things. And the man, David Duke is very tricky. Because he getting white people all upset. And you know this man, he, he really is a hater. But he have a lot of truth, and a lot of people don't know it. David Duke says a lot of good things. And, but what he understands... Uh, what he understand is that the United States is under siege, and 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 he know that you know we know the history of the United States. They don't kill John Kennedy, man. These people don't kill John. You know, then started you know Vietnam. You know, you know not to mention you know the military positions that they was giving up in 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 uh, World War Two and uh, Korea and Vietnam. You know that's killing America. You know. Giving up their position, you know. These white people know stuff like this, you know. And now these people talking about they gonna come out in the street and and, and do a small a small arms, you know, pat you down, you know, with a slug in the back of your skull. I don't think so in the United States, you know. And if they think they that bad, do it conventionally. But um, they got something to deal with the United States, though. But you know, though, brother, I hope this storm, I hope this storm be so devastating that it kill all, that you know, kill the cancer on the earth. It seems like that's what it might have to take. You know, what storm are you talking about? Huh? What storm are you talking about? What one I better be talking about? Okay, help us out, man. You're not just talking to me. You got to let people listen. What storm are you talking about? The super storm. Got to find your hole to get into. Brother Joseph, Brother Joseph, Brother Joseph. I need you to help me out, man, okay? The rich man, the rich man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on a second, hold on a second. This is what I need now. I know you want to move on and talk about some other things, but I need you to just slow down a little bit. We don't know. I've heard you come on this show lots of times. Everybody, like Brother Garvey, that's listening, I'm sure you know what's storm. But you got to make it to think about those people that's listening to you that might be impressed by you, that won't, might want information from you. They don't know what you're talking about. They don't need no storm? information from me. Don't, they got a computer. They, you know. But you, you gotta give them something. Listen, listen, listen. You gotta give them something. I ain't gotta give them nothing. I ain't gotta give them nothing, brother. You know, I ain't gotta give them nothing. You know, if if they don't have it, then you know, maybe the next day they probably wake up. No, what I'm saying, what I mean is, I'm talking about people that actually might be thinking there is something coming. I don't know what. And this brother says storm, and I feel like he's right. And they want to go and learn more about when it's coming, what to do. You got to help them out. When? 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 
breaking up. Oh. I'm still here. You, okay, let's just move on, man. Okay, but again, when you talk about things that's coming, I give us some sources. You, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, Serge Manes. I'm sure somebody Googled him. They saw him. They liked what he was talking about, and they're a follower. That's how, that's how simple this thing is. You can't come on and be like all arrogant, like, man, I ain't got to explain nothing. I know you want to move on. You only want to talk about it because you've already talked about the storm. You already talked about the blue kachina, the red kachina, and all these. You know, you already talked about these things. But tonight, for some reason, you you know like you're not you know. So I need you to just kind of work with me a little bit. So let's move on to something. Let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on to something else, man. And then we can wrap this okay. show up. What I'm gonna do the bar. This what I'm gonna do the bar. Set something up in New York. This is what I'm going to do tomorrow. And, 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 and I'm going to drag my wife along. You know, you know, my wife was like my granddaddy's wife. You know, our child, I don't want her that stuff. You know, you know. But I, you know, when I, you know, get like, like I saw some, uh, 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 um, Mexican uh, troops, you know, doing they doing their commons goose step, you know, looking one way, you know, with their gorilla paint on their face, you know. Uh, I saw the Mexicans. Uh, I saw various ones, um, you know. And I called my wife. I called her. And I said, look, look. I said, get used to it because you're going to see it. Fine troops. Right, right. Right, and I did research see, on that. See, look, after, see, look. After you brought that up, huh? After you brought that up, I did some research on that. This is what I mean, man. Is people they like a rock while they're looking for information. There's some people that don't know nothing about the foreign troops on this soil. I talked about that earlier before you came on the show. There are foreign troops, and there's more than there ever have been. People are concerned why are these troops on our soil, why are we training these people? Now, they make it like we're training them, but I'm going to let you take it from here on. What's really going on? Well, well that's like uh, uh, Silver Springs, Colorado, right? See, the white people seeing funny activity. But to make a long story short, they burning her. Setting her on fire is an act of oh, it's, it ain't just how this been going on what for like the, the last what uh summer. Now you said set her on fire, and you said that like a, um, but we just read that in the scripture that they would burn her with fire. And see, everybody's thinking fire, 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 but it means just what you just said. That's exactly what I just played, Revelation 17. Go ahead. Hey, yeah, you know, that's like you got all them, uh, you know, you got all these Sputniks, uh, 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 uh people over here. Now, see, the Sputniks, right, these, these, the, uh, 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 the bad boys are the Russians, you know, you know, your elite boys, you know, they can fly anything, you know, you know, they weapons, in, uh, they weapons experts. And the whole nine yards, right? And um, um, see, they get them boys when they five and six years old. That's what these Russian people do. You know, they get them. They get them when they five and six years old. 
Why they couldn't have been not here in the United States? See, they want to make the United States soft. You know, they want to get her pornography. You know, you know that's that's totally and 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 kill your babies. See that right there alone, the test. See they eat, they even eating your babies. Are you talking about your rights? You know your rights. And when you and when you say eat, eating your you babies. Say, when they, when you say eating your babies, you need to break that down. See, in the scriptures, it talks about how when trouble time come upon Israel, that they would eat their babies. But when you really read it, it was saying take what normally the baby get and you consume it. They weren't chewing baby legs and stuff. And see, I know what you mean by that, but people listening to you, they're thinking exactly what you're saying. Hey, look, but check this out. Check but this you out. are absolutely, China, that's actually. Hold up, hold up, brother. That's like in China. You can be in a restaurant and you can you can order whole fetus on your plate. You might want a style order of rice, you know. No, 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 no. Brother Joseph. Brother Joseph. I said it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm saying you can order a a, a, a chicken. You know, it's. <laughs> They, they don't they order don't. you a fetus. They eating fetuses. Hold on, right? hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, hold on, man, hold on. I know what you're talking about. I've seen the clips, and I'm coming to you, uh, Erico seven oh eight. I know what you're talking about. That is true. There are rich people. I've seen it. I don't know what they're doing devil worship, but them little few tiny people out of a billion people that's doing that, you're making a big point about how in the United States, the Bible talks about when when Israel was under attack, that they was eating their babies, and it makes it very clear that they was not chewing no baby legs. They were saying what the baby's supposed to have, the men would eat. They was not taking care of you when they was eating their babies. That's what it means. It's just an ancient phrase, kind of like when they talk about clean and unclean. That means accepted and unaccepted. So I know exactly what you're saying. And you was going somewhere with that, talking about what's going on in the United States. Then you go talk about these few rich people up in China that does this like it's a cult thing. If you don't mind, don't bring some that, Three people or 30 people, even if it's 300 people, do something. When we talk about 7 billion, let's talk about things that billions of people do. But he is right. I must give him, I must give Brother Joseph points. Yes, it is true. I've seen it. I have seen aborted babies on plates, people eating them. Yes. But we're talking about global movements. Things that are happening within our planet that lots and lots of people are seeing. It's so many things happening. I'm not caring about some crazy that one or two people do. Brother Joseph, just hold on. I'm going to go to area code 708-903. Brother, I think I know who this is, but go ahead. You're on the air. Uh, Well... (laughs) On the eating babies and uh, during the siege of Jerusalem, it is true that they did eat babies. 
it was around 70 A.D. to 73 A.D. They, they, the Romans made it where they could not have anything coming in or out, so they did eat their babies. And aborted fetuses are put in Pepsi and Kraft products and many others I can't think of right now. So do your research. But, but Brother Gabriel, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Oh, let me ask you this. You know that in the book of Deuteronomy, when it, is it Deuteronomy, it talks about them eating yeah, their babies. 50, 50, it was not talk. Huh? It's Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 55, I believe. No, yeah, it mentions, it mentions the same word, eat baby, but it's not talking about that. It says they do that because they want to... Do your research. Do you know about the Josephus and tickets of the Jews? Listen, listen hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, man, hold on, hold on a second. I don't want y'all to get stuff mixed up. You can always find humans doing something crazy. Now, don't let me turn this into a Bible study. I don't want to do it. I can show you what I'm talking about. Because one minute it talks about them eating their babies, but then the next minute they're talking about their babies still alive, hungry. They ate them, then why are they still alive, hungry? So it don't mean eat like that. It means eat means to take what's not yours. You're eating a baby. It's like you're eating what's his. I mean... We don't talked about this, man. But is there people that eat babies on the planet? Yes. But I want to turn the show off into some cannibalistic type of sideshow. Yes, yes, it's true. Boy, Brother Joseph said he was telling the truth. But I don't want to turn this into cannibalism when we got things going in the country. Millions of people don't know about that they need to know about tomorrow. That's what I'm trying to focus on. We, Yeah, we want to turn this into a gory show. I can come up with some crazy stories, too, about stuff that... Three people did, like the guy ate the guy face off in Miami. We, it's not this kind of show. I know what y'all are saying. Y'all are right, though. I cannot deny what y'all are saying is a lie. It is true. People have eight babies. But that's not what it's talking about in Deuteronomy, and it's not it's not what we're talking about on this show. I'm hoping Brother Joseph is not reverting to cannibalism. But let me open up the line. I'm going to leave both of y'all. We'll do a three-way here. Brother Joseph, go ahead what you were saying. Brother Gabriel, what you done before I let bring him back on? Brother Joseph, your line is is open. Okay. Brother Gabriel, Brother Joseph said peace to you. Hey, look, hey, look, I'd like to ask the Brother Gabriel, right? I'd like to ask the Brother Gabriel, right? You know, have we ever heard of um, the brother um, Walter Williams? I heard a little bit about him, you know. Hey, look, check him out on um, YouTube. You know, he got, you know, nice little program going on there. You know, check all that stuff out, you know, and, um, and um, you know, whatever you have, you know, to bring back to the table, you know, maybe we can talk about it Thursday. I mean, well, on Tuesday. This is what I'm going to say. Brother Seth, I ain't, I ain't here to argue, so I'm going to add to your music collection. I can't suggest, it's like Brother called, it's a site on YouTube, Rise Israel. So it's got ten songs or something. You could, you might be interested in a couple of them. You don't have to. This is suggested. What's the name of it? The website or the uh, page is Rise with Z Israel with an I S R E A L B L. And you got music on there? Yes, sir. You got one one poetry, and you got the rest music. I think I've actually been on that site before. Now I think about it, R I Z E, 
Israel. No, you're not saying that right because I'm, I'm going to it. I can't find it. I've been there. Oh, though. I remember the army. I-S-R-A-E-L. R-I-Z-E-I-S-R-A-E-L. Yeah, like the... Okay, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. I got you. I thought you said the website is named there. I'm there now. I see it. I'll try to... I'll see what I can do because I definitely want to be spreading what they got. Another site is... uh, Oh, man. Hebrew... I forget this. Oh, man. I can't forget that brother's name. Well, when you think of it, just let me know. Keeping the commandments. It's a song. It's going to say true Hebrew music. Oh, I know you're talking about... I actually played yeah. that song. I got that song. Right. You ain't never heard me play that? You ain't never heard me play that? I may or may not. I'm just, you know, I'm just giving suggestions. I ain't trying to, you know. No, 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 that's cool. I, I, I think I, I might have been racist, though. I, I, I remember he was on a, Brother Joseph, hold on a second. Now, this guy you're talking about now, I know about him. I actually played that. He says uh, words to something like, yeah, I want to keep. Yeah, it's called Tribe of Judah Songs. Tribe of Judah Songs. Okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get that. I'll, 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 I'll get that. I'll, 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 i so you can listen to it. Actually, some good music, if you ask me personally. If it, without that, if I know it was them. Actually, I didn't know it was them at first, so I seen Fortune. Okay. Well, brother, listen, Brother Godfrey, let me just go ahead and move on, man. But I hear you. I got both of them uh, links up here, and I'll try to get them on, okay? All right? I'm going to try to wrap this show, but I appreciate you doing that because I actually forgot about them. Yes, I've actually played one of those songs, but I want to go ahead and play, look into both of them. I'm kind of glad you said that because I did want to play some Hebrew songs. All these brothers out there trying to get truth that we're ignoring them, you know, and playing these secular things. But anyway, Brother Joseph, go ahead with some closing words, man. Brother Gabriel, thank you, man. I'm going to put you on hold. Yeah. Yes, yes. This is what I want everybody to do. Listen to that song, uh, Bob Marley, uh, Get Up, Stand Up. Listen, listen. We now know that the mighty man, you know, that the mighty God is man. You know, this is what Bob said. Then he said something slick two more other times. He said he will always be fighting. You know, but I just like for everybody let's, let's go ahead and check out that Bob Mark. Well, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to know, you you got to uh, know what he said. Mighty God is a living man. You couldn't feel, fool some people sometime, but you can't fool all the people. All the, I'm very familiar with the song, but you got to know who he called the most high. <laughs> That's what you got to yeah. know. You got to keep You got to keep listening, Brother Joseph. You can't get a little pieces and chips and this and that. Uh, but listen, man, I do want you to maybe come on, back on. Check the song out. Let's check the song out and listen to the words of what he said. I just gave you the words. I know the song. I have it. That's another song I have. I might have played on this show. But see, brother, if you give me the close out. But I really, I really, you know, I really want to tell these black people, man, with all these belief systems, man, you need to cut it out. 
You do not need none of that in your life. You don't need no faith. You already it. Why you want to be something you already is? You know, and the Israelite that you think you are, you nothing other than them people that came out of Luxor. Wake up, black people. Like I said, who gave Egypt the bad name, the black eye? Who? You hate it. I'm not going to hate it. And if you go, if you go for that Zionist trick, that's you. And he's fooling you, black man and black woman. This, this Zionist, he's fooling you. And he's destroying America. You falling right behind this Zionist with his beliefs and, and, and all this look, esoterics, whatever. You falling it. Trying to be something you already feel. I don't understand. What's wrong with being something you already is? The snakes, the snakes, it isn't. Brother Joseph, I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question. Yeah. What is wrong with being something you already is? <laughs> Why waste time? You might have fall in a hole with no rescue. Well, listen, I hear what you're saying. We talked about this before. You bring it up at the end of the show where I can't really defend myself. So I'm going to have a few little last words. I hear what you're saying, and I do think there's you know, truth. You know, Russell. You know this. Hold truth. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I do know everybody, everything come out of Luxor. I agree. I agree. I would never, but all ever, them, ever. Yeah. Listen, all hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody. Is Africans, so that's true. That's true. I don't know why you think people don't believe you. That's but true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why the black man always hate what the white man wants you to hate. Who is talking about hating Luxor? The snakes is hissing. The snakes is hissing. And if he catch one of your eyes blanket, he will bite you. And swallow you. Well, listen, listen, my brother. Let me do this, okay? I gotta wrap the show up. I hear what you're saying, and just so everybody know, I do think Luxor, Egypt. I've been to Egypt. I haven't been to Luxor, but I've been to Egypt, and I know. I know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What I'm saying is, this. I know beyond a shadow of doubt, everybody on this planet. If you ain't from Africa, you ain't from this planet. Everything started out of Africa. We dispersed and went different places. So I could never disagree with you. Those that hate Africa, you're right. A lot of white people are training us what to I'm hate Africa. But hold on, what hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I've got to put you on hold because I'm talking right now. Hold on a second. Now, white man, he is right. He is right. Brother Joseph is right. The white man, has brain. when we say the white man, we're not talking about every white person. There's a lot of white people that don't know nothing about this. They're just as innocent as you can get. I'm talking about the people in power. He, Brother Joseph and I are talking about people in power that's over these educational institutions. He's right. He's right. They are putting history out there to where they be hate, hating on Egypt, hating on Africa, 
and they don't have nothing good to say about Africa. He's right, but I'm not saying that. And most people that listen to this show, I would think, follow this show for any length of time, is not saying that. But he is right. It is going on. But I want to address we shouldn't have faith. you got to watch saying that because Bob Marley, the very person you just quoted, and anybody you've quoted tonight, and especially the people in Luxor, they did have faith. Brother Joseph, I'm going to open the line. you got like one minute to finish up, and then we're going to close the show out. Go ahead, my brother. Oh, well, you know, peace to everybody, and dig your hole and dig it deep. <laughs> you going to hope you did. Yeah, there's a lot of things coming in here. <laughs> I'm you laughing know. at you. I'm laughing at you, black man. You always, you always into everything, self. Uh, uh, how they say it in prison? A skirt and a hearse. You always into everything, self. The right thing, yourself. Whoever that is. All right, my brother. That was a, you. You in rare form tonight. I think you have a little drinks, myself. But that's cool. This ain't no show no, we don't allow. Like. You know, I'm no, just you're a little bit, you're a little bit, no, no you're a little bit. Help. I smoke help, and tomorrow, you know what I'm going to do tomorrow? I'm going to the prayer house tomorrow. You know about the prayer house? The what house? The prayer house. This is where they design all the genocides and, and, and overthrows and, and you know, the, you know how they jew you, you know? You know, whenever, you know, whenever you get jewed, it come from the 68th Street, the Pratt House. Then I'm going to carry my wife to the United Nations. Well, do your thing and let me know what y'all find out. You know, I know you. Oh, I ain't trying to you find nothing out. Know. I ain't trying. I'm just, I'm going to face the devil face to face, you know, on the slack. Yep, yep, yep. You well, in New York, I, I used to, that was my stomping ground there for a long time. I used to go there, it seemed like every month. But listen, man, i got to wrap this show up. It's late, and some people are hanging on, and I know they're enjoying it, but we're going to wrap this show up. Brother Joe, you're going to have to come on and be on a little longer and maybe not take some drinks <laughs> and be on the whole no, two hours and drop. Listen, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because we we got to wrap this show up. So, Brother Joseph, listen, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for calling the show. We need you to be focused and sharing them, them, them wonderful sources like everybody know you can do. And uh, you probably you did, you know, you got some stuff out there. Like I'm sure some of my people heard some things they never heard before, but I guarantee if they go check it out, they're going to find out to be true, especially on Sarge Manette, uh, your old buddy, and, and, and some of the other names you quoted. But listen, I gotta wrap this show up. It's late, 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 and I gotta wrap this show up, brother. Just so we'll talk later on. Maybe I'll call tomorrow. Some folks, listen. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Sunday, I have a show. It's for the family. But Tuesday is our next show. And I'm, brother Joseph, I'm telling you right now, Tuesday, get ready. We're probably gonna try to have you on for two hours, nonstop. Joseph Johnson, uh, this brother is, is is no joke. You know. A lot of people, when they first hear him, go, oh, he's this, this guy, blah, 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 blah. He sounds like this, sounds like that. But then they start listening to him, you don't get no deeper. You talk about Serge Manesson and these other people, but I think he's one of those people out there that can go toe-to-toe with him. 
So I'm going to wrap up the show with a song that I think is very relevant and very serious. And don't forget the first part of the show, folks. I'm very serious with what I said and me talking about us knowing that the Most High is behind all this and none of this going down without his approval, period. And Brother Joseph would admit that there is a God, there is a Most High, and he, I'm sure, would admit that he is all power. Yes, mighty God is a living man. He's right. Bob Marley's right. We even read, Brother Joseph, you didn't even hear this, but we read that we are all the gods. We read that. But it also says because of wickedness, we're going to die as mere men. Die as men. It says that the Almighty sits in the congregation judging among the gods. So the Father judge among us gods, but because we don't live right, we live as mere men. So, yes, Bob Marley's right. There is some truth in us being gods, but you got to take all of the perspective. Folks, listen to this song and tell me what y'all think. This is one of those songs that uh, I just uh, like to always go out with something that really, something puts on people's mind, something to make them think. And actually, let's do something a little different. I'll take that back. I got something even stronger. Here is a poem that's going to do it even better. And after this, um, I just want y'all to know that we will be here Tuesday, 11 o'clock. But here is a poem. Don't don't hang up. It ain't going to be the kind of poem you think. This is Maya Angelou. This is a big time a poem. And uh, she's got some for uh, those of you that are sitting a little under after listening to Brother Joseph and what's going on and you've heard me earlier. Remember what Maya Angelou said in these final, final seconds of the show. Good night. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, Morning, how are you? Fine, thanks in you. It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white. Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed or celibate, we rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll arise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like suns and like moons with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high. Still I rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulders falling down like teardrops. Weakened by my soulful cries. Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh. <laughs> As if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I'll rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. 
does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history, shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, naturally, there I go right.